You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Grace Valentine. And I'm Ketley Valcourt. Well, Kelly, I am so excited we are back, and I am so excited that we're talking today because there's so much for us to talk about because, well, you went to Europe, which was cool, but what was even cooler, I thought, is that in the same weekend, we saw the same movie, and I want yeah. we have to first talk about the Barbie movie. That's we have to talk about Barbie movie. It's been like one of those movies that's been on your radar for years and like the marketing for Barbie movie has been like absolutely insane. So I, yes, had to go see it. Probably one of the first things that I did when I came back to the States. And okay, I think I have a controversial opinion. I'm, I am always forever, ever, ever, like definitely pro Barbie. I was not the biggest fan of the movie. I cannot believe that was your... That blows my mind because I am so tired of seeing people. I see people like against it because they think it's like hard on men. And I'm like, boo-hoo. <laughs> that, okay, that for me was like not even the biggest part of it. Like there are parts that where I'm like, okay, like, haha, this is like definitely a very broad perspective of like well, how, you know, women have been treated, blah, 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 whatever. But it was just one of those movies where I was like, I wanted to go in and like not cry and just be like happy pink toys and blah, blah, blah. But it was one of those movies that did make you think and appreciate like all like, you know, that women have accomplished. And it was one of those like super heartwarming, touchy, like I was weeping by the end. I just didn't expect to be an absolute mess walking out. When I'm laughing, you're like, I hated it. And just because it made you cry. <laughs> it was just like one of those where I'm like, I just wanted to be happy for two hours. And like, I, it was funny because like the beginning and like, this is not really the craziest spoiler alert, but she's like, oh, ha, ha like, have you guys ever thought about death? And like, that was in one of the previews. And to make that like, it was just one of those where you like, don't even think about it to base the whole movie off of almost. And it was like, oh, wait. That is where we're going down. And then it gets better, obviously, but it was just one of those movies that you didn't expect to take a turn that did. But I agree. I did not know. And obviously, I won't say the full on plot. I did not know what to expect for the plot. Um, I definitely thought it would be like a Truman show or life size, like that Disney Channel movie. Oh, life size. Yeah, honestly. So I think I was shocked. And I think that was like, but it felt like it was like my my childhood. Like I played with Barbies growing up. I was a girl mm-hmm. who like they were naked in my bathtub with me. I was like, woo woo. <laughs> you know, like I had like every Barbie. Uh, I was very into Barbies, and it felt like my childhood little fantasy. And then I re- I felt like I related whenever she was struggling realizing the real world wasn't Barbie Land. And I'm like, that feels like me when I was like in fifth grade, being like, I want to be president. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was was sweet I did appreciate the like mom and daughter like bonding at the end that I just didn't expect because like there was this journey that Barbie goes on to like 
I'm not gonna spoil anything, but she goes on this journey, whatever. And then there's this like mom and daughter character that she like end up fall like following. They have like a huge part to do with the plot and towards the end. And like that dynamic that like, you know, is talked about a lot, but like not so much in the sense of like, what is it like to grow up and like not really have that bond with your mom? And then it was such a small like aspect of it, but it was just one of those parts where I was like, this is so cute that they tied this in. So I really appreciated that. But Did you also ever watch? Okay, that main actress for the mom was like, what's her name? Amanda. America, America Ferrera. Yeah, yeah. America Ferrera totally was completely off base, but <laughs> <laughs> knew it started with an A. So, do you remember that movie she was in for Disney Channel growing up? It was like the Gotta Kick It Up, the cheerleader one. Yes. So she said in the movie, did you notice? She said, see, said, and I remember she said that. And I was like, why does it sound so familiar? And I literally did not even think about it. That is so, it was a little hint and nod to our Disney fans out there. I know the older, older, most people are probably too young to even understand what I just said, but there was an old Disney channel movie. And basically they put a reference there, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, Ryan Gosling was amazing. And I gained so much respect when he sang the song. I'm not a Ken. I, Oh, that was so good. And the guitar. Well, I guess I'm starting to give stuff away, but <laughs> I gave some stuff away. My bad. But I, I wasn't like, could sing. I was like, is that a thing? Oh, like, I mean, I, I guess not- it has to be a thing. It has uh, to be. He was like so good at that. Because on, on like, if you listen to it on Spotify, guilty. Totally have already listened. <laughs> oh, for sure. I had to. I had to prep myself. It says Ryan Gosling. So no, yeah. he like no, he sang that, and I was I was super impressed. But it was such, yeah. and like even oh my, the dance numbers. I love the dance numbers and all of the different like outfits. Like I'm already planning for my Halloween costume for sure. <laughs> I know. I think I'm for Halloween. That makes me so upset. I was like, I was planning. I like the blue one. You know the like the white and blue that she wore that one time I think that might be mine but the pink one's obviously cute the pink ones are iconic the cowgirl one is my favorite with the hat oh, if you have a boyfriend then you could do that mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, well, sorry. Uh, time will tell but yeah I and I will say you know a lot of people are listening to this and I've seen people after I posted I was going to the Barbie movie some people were like I didn't, I heard it was bad. I heard it was like not Christian and not whatever. Um, and honestly, and I can totally feel that way sometimes with things in Hollywood. I'm like, oh, do they like, why does Hollywood have to like make everything sometimes feel very like not Christian? But I did not feel that way at, at all about the Barbie movie. That's, yeah, that's kind of surprising. <laughs> I did not think about oh, that. All over my timeline. I'm seeing people I know and everyone's allowed to have different opinions for the record. Mm-hmm. I've seen people who I know and love be like, don't go see it and I will say everyone should definitely see the sound of freedom too like that's a Christian movie that's out that's doing well but it's about sex trafficking so important and it's a real cause um so don't see it the same day as the Barbie movie because your brain will be like what's going on you know on the, end of the spectrum right there I, I definitely understand the sense of like what the different messages for sure and but I definitely am like always championing like going to movies and like creating your own opinion rather than just like reading things off the internet and saying, I'm not going to go see it. Um, it does it's open up a whole conversation. Hmm? Yeah. It's funny that like there's a lot of men who are like, I hear it's bad about mm. and, like, it's the irony of the movie that they are like, so worried that's, about their feelings getting that's hurt. The joke. <laughs> you know? That's the joke. But, <laughs> I know. But uh, I mean, everyone's allowed to also have their own opinion, but I think oh, I get sure. when it's people who haven't seen it, but also you don't have to go pay for it. You can wait. It will be on streaming. I bet in the next four months, like there's no way it will be that oh, long. Yeah. Oh, for uh, sure. 
But like, I think it's up there for me. I hate that you didn't love it as much as me, but that's okay. We're allowed to have different different opinions. But um, I definitely think it's up there with Legally Blonde for me. And that's like a, that's a high. That is, it is definitely one of those that's going to like mark our generation forever type of thing. Like it's a big deal. So yeah, Legally Blonde Barbie movie. Kind of like that vibe. But yeah, anyways, and you haven't seen The Summer I Turned Pretty on Amazon yeah. Prime. I didn't know it was like a series, like a book series. And then it came out with like an actual TV show series. Yeah, it's a TV show. And it's like about this 16 year old who is like kind of, she became pretty. So the first season is like, ooh, puberty, bibbity boppity boo. Like, (laughs) and I I remember that summer. That sounds crazy to think the summer I turned pretty, but like there is summer in high school you have, like your braces are off. You're like, you're fine. Feeling yourself. Yeah, training bras, like you're like (laughs) cute swimsuits. Um, and so I remember my summer like that, but she's also like there's like her family, friend, brothers, and there's so much more to the story, but she's like right either Team Conrad or Team Jeremiah. I love that. I know, and American Eagle's literally selling shirts that say like team whatever, and I'm like about to go buy one this. (laughs) I'm like 27. We're like reliving our twilight days, like team Edward, team Jacob. This, exactly, this generate. I mean, I think this summer, there's so many, like, woman things. There's the Barbie movie, The Summer I Turned Pretty, Speak Now, Taylor's Version. That is so true. I didn't even this put that together. summer of women. <laughs> <laughs> of women. Yeah. And I, honestly, it was so funny. I'm actually, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. All I say is, at the end of Barbie movie, she says a line, and I think it's hilarious because it's such a marker for, like, every woman's, like, like phase what they go through when they're actually reaching that womanhood and I think it was one of the things that the director kind of slips in is like all right ladies this is this is the time to do this it's a big change for all of us but we've got to remember this so if you've watched it you know what I'm talking about but I don't want to spoil it it's just a nice little like hint wink and nod for all the women out there okay and something I love about like okay this summer is like the Barbie movie is like one of the only movies I've ever heard say that it's okay if you just want to be a mom. And I feel like I haven't heard I any love movies that. say that. And that's I why I put the conservatives that. out there. They say it's okay. Yeah, they say But it's also okay if you want to be president. And it's great. And you can yeah. do anything. But I will say it's cute, like this era we're in where like girls are making friendship bracelets for Taylor Swift and like, you know, everyone's kind of you can be a mom, you can be the president. You can fight over two boys. I'm just kidding. I'm not the type of girl <laughs> ever. No, happened. we're not doing that. But it's honestly like such like uh, a commitment to like commencement to like change and like what it means to like change into or just like even evolving into the woman that you are, whether it's like changing seasons or changing, you know, living situations or like whatever it is. It's a lot of just like growing into like who you are, honestly. Yeah, no. And I think it's like, yeah, we're... I may have never, even though I have a summer where my braces came off and like, I felt like I bippity boppity boot a little, I feel like life changed without me realizing that I was changing. But then I was changing as life was changing. And you look back and you're like, wow, that was so monumental. And so I know that's what we said when we were going to talk about with people, because there's a lot of with fall coming so soon. Um, and we can look at our own lives. I mean, Ketley moved cross country this year and then- up and started staying with strangers which for the record I don't recommend anyone do but when Ketley's don't make friends off the internet unless they're very sweet women from the (laughs) Netherlands and they host you and they take you up to the countryside for a weekend and it's amazing (laughs) I after you told me you were doing that I was like oh my gosh Ketley you're wild um I told my mom that (laughs) everyone has my location so it's great 
Yeah. But um, so when I think about change, I think it's kind of scary because I'm about to do something. Ketley has inspired me and I'm like looking at Thank my you. life. I had said when I turned 27, it was time to think about moving. So I am moving soon. I'm not moving to California like Ketley did. Ketley decided to just go big or go home, you know? I uh, had to. I know, but I know a lot of people listening to this are maybe starting college or you're starting even junior year. You're, you just got off a breakup and life has changed maybe because you want it to and you're spicing it up or maybe because you don't want it to and something just happened or your parents got divorced or you're starting your first big girl job and it kind of sucks and you feel uncomfortable or you moved to a new city. And so Ketley, what are your three pieces of advice for those experiencing change? And I'll share mine too. Oof. Okay. Three pieces of advice. The first one is like so corny and it's so overdone, but it's just like, I don't know, just tried and true is to embrace it. Like it is one of those things like you can never, it's always going to be constant. You're always going to experience it. So like the more you fight it, the harder it's going to be, but like really just like embracing change and all that it is. And that includes the emotions of change. I remember when I first moved and like everything about my life changed, like, you know, job, like my living situation, even my friend group changed, weirdly enough. And it was just, it came with like the tears and the loneliness and like the the fears of regret and all of that. But um, there's just so much growth that happens. And like the faster you embrace the change, the faster you, that becomes your new reality and it's your new rhythm, your new norm. And you adjust um, quicker. Um, so yes, embrace it fully. Um, my second one is really just like, sometimes, yes, it just happens, but sometimes you just gotta like take the wheel and invite change and like kind of lead it, lead in that. So like, sometimes you're kind of just complacent and you're like, well, I don't really need to move. I don't need to do all these things. Um, I think the biggest thing when it came to moving to California was like, there was, Nope, there was no necessity for me to actually make the big move. I did not, I was not in like the stressful point where I'm like, I have to make this change. It was one of those things where I was like walking around, kind of just thinking about it, loving like where I was living. And so like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to jump into change. I'm just going to like take charge of it and then like embrace it and see what happens Um, and not really like have change, I guess have change come out of nowhere, but let me just like um, lead the charge in that. Um, it does give you this sense of empowerment where it's like, I did this. And then obviously the emotions come eventually, but it's still so good. And it's really cool to just say that, like, I did not need to do this, but it was something that like was a coolest option that like the Lord just planted in my lap. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just say, yes, there's no reason to say no. So I'm going to just go for it. Wait, I love that you just said that. There's no reason to say no. So I'm just going to go for it. Like, cause that's sometimes when people are, people have things happen and they're like, how do I know that's the Lord leading me there? And I'm like, when there's no one biblical reason to say no, like there's nothing that is, it's not a bad thing. And it's a door that comes out of nowhere and you feel kind of uncomfortable peace about it. Like that mm-hmm. might just be the Lord leading you. And it doesn't mean you're over here whisper saying you should. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. And it takes, it takes a minute to really become comfortable with it, comfortable with it. And I remember I was like meeting with my boss a couple of months ago and she was asking like, how the trend, like how has the move been and everything. And I was like, honestly, it's been a while and blah, blah, blah. And I'm still like, sometimes kind of sad. And she's like, oh, well, you're still transitioning. Like you've done the initial move. You are here in California. You've lived here, but then, but the transition takes a minute. And I think that was the biggest thing I had to realize was like, okay, like I moved. I went through the sad phase. I am okay. 
I am done. I'm done crying. I made my friends. I like that door is closed. I moved on and all of that. And she's like, that's just literally not how it works. Like you transitioning so much to where like it's months at a time of you going back into these emotions. So like when you are embracing change, you're going to feel like you're going backwards. Sometimes you're going to feel like, you know, you're going to be sad all over again. And I'm like, what? and don't be upset at yourself that you're feeling those emotions that you felt months right when you moved. Um, it's just going to come back again. And that just shows that like where you were, there was a piece of home there. There was a lot of love mm-hmm. there. And like you experiencing that emotion is you processing that. So like really be kind to yourself. I guess I'll tack that on too. Like be kind to yourself during it. Don't expect yourself to be some like, I'm a boss and I'm not going to cry and I'm strong and I'm independent. I can do this. Like it is, there's so much more emotion and uh, more strength in emotion when you do experience it. So Mm. fully embrace it. Don't shame yourself for feeling like you're going backwards and yeah, embrace it. Go go head on, honestly. Well, one of the things I vividly remember you telling me when you were moving to California too, is that it was like when you had gone there and you're like, I have to remind myself that California isn't just my job. Like I have to like, yeah, I have a, a not so great day at work. Like if I'm overwhelmed, I have to remind myself that doesn't mean I hate California. <laughs> like, yeah. It just it means was, it's a bad day. That is, that is so true. And it was honestly one of those things I need to remind myself today because it was just a long day at work. And I had to separate those two ideas of like, California is California. My job is my job. Like I cannot, you know, blame California if I'm having a bad day at work. So like really like going out and getting hobbies and having like community outside of like, you know, your nine to five is like, was like such a saving grace because it really gave me another outlook to be appreciative and to distract me from the emotions and like really to make me feel more planted at home. And it was even real when I was coming back from Europe, it was like, man, like I am so ready to go back home and it wasn't home Florida, it was home California. So it was just like one of those reassuring, like, I don't know, like pat, pat on my back. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm growing, I'm transitioning, it's finally happening. So it's taken a minute, change is really tough, but embracing it is like really the best way to do it. Um, But those are my three, I think three and a half, honestly. But what about you, Grace, what would you say? So, I mean, my first one was the idea of, I think everyone else is like, usually you think you have to wait on an invite or wait on someone to say, okay, and don't wait. Like just create your own like adventure, Mm -hmm. be unapologetically courageous where you can go into a room and you're like, I want to talk to that girl. I feel like we would vibe and be good friends. Like, Hey, let's get lunch. And I think we become even in our twenties or even in our teens and older teens, whatever your age is, we become like that 12 year old at like lunch again, or like walking in the middle school for the first time. Oh, that phase never goes away. Never. And so you, you want to wait on someone to give you like the green light, you know, like, oh, do they want to be my friend? And just stop waiting on that when you're in a new setting. Just in, honestly invite yourself, not anything that breaks social cues, like, you know, but invite yourself and someone else to do something fun and look up things online. Like I remember we joined Run Club in Orlando, me and my friends, like we hosted a dinner club with our friends. We we're like, let's go to, let's just make reservations at different places. And I could look back and be annoyed that, most of the time I hang out with people, I probably instigate it, but I'm like, that's great. I'm glad I'm someone who is always willing and not waiting on anyone else's approval. And then occasionally my friends bring something fun too. And so when I think about going into a new city, that's something I'm going to have to remember. And, but I wish my freshman year of college and I wish honestly in those hard change moments, whether it's after a breakup or something 
that was hard that I just realized I didn't have to wait on anyone's approval or agree. Yeah. I could just go for it. Yeah. I definitely think there's a lot in like what we as women do is where it's just like a lot of sitting and waiting. And I don't know like kind of where we get that from, but it's something that like we don't really break off until our 20s where we feel like we have to wait for the invite or we have to wait for like, you know, the person to extend some type of like, you know, peace offering or something. But like, um, I just totally believe that being a, like a godly woman is a woman who leads and women who leads like courageously, what you said was so good. Um, and it takes like, it's honestly something that resets every day. Like, it's not like, you know, you reach your late twenties and you're like constantly confident every single day. Like there are times where I wake up and I feel like I'm like back, like, you know, my 12 year old self. So like it resets and you have to remind yourself every morning to be courageous, to step out and like, be like, I'm going to invite myself to this table. I'm going to like talk to that girl. I'm going to like, you know, book that therapy appointment. I'm going to step out and like create the change for myself. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. In getting the hobbies and not boxing things in. Um, my other one was that you have to forget comparison. Um, because if you live to try to compete with people who are supposed to be your teammates, you're going to be disappointed because you were never meant to compete against them. And I think yeah. sometimes when you're doing something new, it's like that feeling you said where you like, oh, I felt like I was back from the starting. So it's easy to compare yourself to once you move to a new city or go to college, that senior girl who seems to have all the friends. And you're like, why don't I have that? Like you know, Rome wasn't built in a night and neither are like your bridesmaids. They're not just going to happen, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think going to New City, you're going to meet people who are prettier, more successful, more planted, doing more things, but it's not even a competition. Like celebrate right. her strengths while admitting that you still have far to go. Like you can celebrate how far you've come, acknowledge that someone is ahead of you, but remember that it was never a race and you can admire that she's ahead of you in certain things and you should let that help you go forward and press on towards your real goal which is Christ and becoming a human being that represents that well in this world and so and admire people in seasons of change for doing things that leave a legacy of love and not a legacy of being known because I think in our generation we're like main character moments and if you're constantly like on TikTok following the girl at Bama Rush who gets her way, you know, and then you're going to rush and recruitment and it's not going your way, you're going to end up comparing yourself no doubt because you're choosing to follow these people who are not even giving you anything good. And so I think when I think about seasons of change, whether it's heartbreak or whether it's moving, I have to check on my social media and see if I'm competing against these people or if I'm connecting and I feel like I'm becoming better. And you're so vulnerable in seasons of change. Like even you talked about like how like, yeah, there were days when I was like, you know, I was transitioning. I was figuring it out. And you have to guard your heart in those moments so that you don't just jump to conclusions and jump to the worst case scenario that you jump to prayer and Also, you can, what you said, speak kindly to yourself, but you're not going to speak kindly to yourself if you're scrolling and seeing everyone better than you. Right. It's a, it's definitely very hard to not compare, especially when like, and what you said was so true, like you're comparing like, you know, your chapter one to another girl's like chapter like 13 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be, you're always going to like come up like empty when you do that. Um, And like my biggest thing when that happens is like, okay, like, it's not so much I want to be like her. It's like, man, like, it's so cool that she did this thing. I can too. So like, mm-hmm. rather than like comparing it, it's like you can see yourself in that same light of like, I want to be, 
you know, at that. I want to be at my chapter 13 and hers might look different, but like, it's going to take, you know, getting past chapter one and getting past chapter two. And it's going to be that slow, you know, transition stage, but it's going to be, it's going to take time, but you will be there. And then eventually you're going to get back to a time where you're like, you know, meeting someone who's at their chapter one. And then you'd be the one that's like, hey, like I'm farther along like in life than you, but I want to like walk hand in hand. And that was something that I like really recognized to be like, it was, it was like honestly healing for me to like find people who just moved to California, even though I'm still like not even a year yet, but like, oh, you're at a month. Like, let me take you to my coffee shops. Let's go to the beach spots that I love to go to. Like, I want to be that person that I needed Um, when I was transitioning, going through change. And that was just like healing, you know, my like, nine months ago self where I was feeling so alone and it's just so much better walking with someone in that rather than just like comparing yourself to someone else mm-hmm. and I think that's so good in general the idea of you can be what you needed when you were struggling mm-hmm. like and this will be a hard month this will be you know especially right after a breakup it's hard and you didn't choose that change but once you can get back into your hobbies get back into what makes you feel like you're known by God and seen by God, get back into living a life that you're proud of connecting with old friends. There's going to come a day when someone else needs to see like, okay, I didn't choose this change, but I can change for the better in this, that it's going to make me better on the other end that Romans 8, 28, God's working for the good of those who love him. Like God's working for the good. And same thing when you move states, like you, I bet when I would go to Baylor, every time I meet an out-of-stater or Louisiana girl, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And the reason I was excited is because I remember that transition was hard for me, even like the culture shock or being a little confused. Everyone felt like they were from these like rich Texas suburbs. And I'm like, hee hee, like South Louisiana. And it was so fun when I would meet people who were similar to me in that. And it gave me purpose. And so if you're looking for your purpose in the season, then just look for who you once were when you were struggling. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And it's it's going to be one of those where you're con- going to feel like you're constantly looking, but like you, at the same time, you're actually building your community and that. And that's like everlastingly what you were saying is like, you you know, Rome wasn't built in the night or whatever. Neither was your bridesmaids. But like when you are looking for those people, when you are extending those invites like that is, you know, making those connections and possibly finding those bridesmaids, finding like, you know, mm-hmm. the godmothers of your children or something like that. Like it's just going to be so long term more than you realize. And it has to start somewhere and sometimes it just has to start with you no that's true and if you're not constantly and it's so cheesy because I think there's always people who are like you know make sure you're in the word of God but I (laughs) usually if I am thinking of the worst case scenarios or being like I'm so awkward I'm so weird this is a hard season like it's never going to get better um it's because everything around me is not holy things it gets just because I'm constantly filling myself with music that's like I'm gonna prove him wrong and then I'm like I'm not proving him wrong I'm literally just a piece of mess like over (laughs) here and so I think that's important for me and when I'm in seasons of change I think also knowing your weaknesses like body image is something I've always struggled with like you know that a lot of people here know that and so I have to guard my heart in those moments that I don't use that as an outlet I don't know if there's something in your like mental health or your life where I'm in series of seasons of change, I can't control everything around me. So I want to control like how much I work out and I eat and Mm -hmm. that's unhealthy. It's Mm -hmm. that I can control that, but I don't need to obsess over that. And so look for your weaknesses in those moments because in fill your heart with scripture and God's word and 
look for immediately someone older than you. Just like we said, to be that person, like look for someone older than you and don't be afraid to ask for help. Be like, please help me. Like you're a mother of three kids, one a fourth, you know, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And like finding a mentor was one of my biggest struggles when I first moved because it was, it was like, I had a great one back home right before I moved. And now when I did move, it was one of those where I'm like, okay, like, do I continue like texting her? Like I'm so far away, like blah, blah, blah. And I remember I reached out to a girl that lived here and I was like, I didn't know her that well. She was like a couple years older than me. And it was just like a really rough night. And I just texted her. I was like, hey, like, tell me how you did it. Like, what were some things that she like, like, you know, did to help you transition better and like really love and like fall in love and call this place home and everything. And um, she, it was hard because like, she said the things I already knew. And I think it's just like, it's such a testament to like, it's so much easier to say the thing than do the thing. And like re- reading like the text, I was like, yeah, I, I know all these things. Like I know that I have to put myself out there. I know I have to like find out. I know all these things. So like you can probably be listening in your car right now and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I get it. And you're like, probably still crying, like listening, like thinking that you like made the bad decision with the move or made the bad decision, you know, with leaving the friend group. And you're just trying to find some, you know, little spark of genius that Grace and I might say, but it's the reality is like, there's so much truth in like the basics of it and to embrace it, to find that mentor, to like really love yourself and like know your weaknesses. Um, and it's just going to be so much easier. What is it? Easier said than done. Yeah, there you go. Um, and that's the reality of it. You don't know how you are going to be when, until you're actually in it. So again, just be kind to yourself in it. Be kind to yourself while you're going through it um, because you'll you will make it on the other side. You always do. And you know what, now that I'm preparing to move, this is like (laughs) one that was so good. And so I'm about to like ruin your good moment by saying something just so random, my ADHD. But um, the one thing that stresses me out the most about moving is buying furniture. Like it's so expensive to sell like everything, sell everything and start over. That's what it's, it's not worth it for me to move this stuff. But then Facebook Marketplace is so much of a hot, it's like a full-time job. You're like, can I've like been trying to sell this one thing? And literally it's like messages off the wazoo. Are you willing to negotiate? Yes. People too. I'm like, is this is this still available? They're like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. But I don't care. <laughs> like, you know? I feel like this was nice to know. I just wanted to know. Yeah, anyways. It's, 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 whether it's moving or like you know you're going to college and you have to figure out group shower group showers definitely not group (laughs) shared shared i'm said shared showers what do you call it shared bathrooms only three girls at a time i'm just kidding there you go (laughs) every guy's dream they wish but uh, yeah it's just like dumb and when you have those little hurdles i think you just have to laugh at it like shoot I'm 27 and a coffee table is going to cause me to like have to sell blood or something. I don't know, you know, but like, gotta love it. Figure it out. I'll go on Facebook marketplace and I'll hustle for a deal, you know, like find joy in laughter, even in the, the crazy of the change, you know? Oh, for sure. Always, always, always like try to find the joy in it. Laugh at yourself because you're going to mess up. You're going to look stupid Embrace all of it. Um, Okay. So we're embracing change. We're learning how to do it. But who are we? What are we sponsoring? Oh, yeah. Back to what how we sponsoring? end every episode. Who is our sponsor? So in this case you're new, we sponsor our episodes, things that are not actually ads, just things that are <laughs> on, our heart, on our heart, on our ADHD minds, on our uh, 
I don't know, in my bank account, whatever it may be. And so whatever it may be, whatever made you smile this week, whatever made you honestly kind of feel a little grateful. Oh my gosh. Oh, I know. I'm sponsoring this episode to Reese's White Chocolate Thins. They have been good. They're so good. And I don't know what makes like the thin versions of cookies better or candies better, but it's just so yummy. Um, but they've been like my go-to snack every time, like, you know, cause I sometimes I'll like, um, Instacart my groceries and like, since I've done it, they're always like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to get those Reese's white chocolate thins again? And I'm like, yeah. So I have been just, you know, snacking on that. It's my little guilty pleasure. It's so good. It's so yummy. Um, but that just made me smile and that's what I'm sponsoring, who I'm sponsoring this episode too. Oh, wait, I literally need a candy. I don't think I'm eating. I just am so much more of a well, I drink Coke every day. That's my issue. So <laughs> that's it. A Coca-Cola. So that is where I get my sugar. But I need, I could go for now a good chocolate bar. I used to put my chocolate bars in the freezer before because I love it cold. Oh, that is, that's going to be my next, my next snack. Try the Reese's in the freezer. Um, I'm sponsoring this episode too. You already said it, which is funny. I was going to say my future Halloween costume. And so people should tell us which one we should each dress up as from Barbie. And I'll think Oh my, they have so many options. And I, I know, know that Party City is going to go wild with all the options. I'm ready. I am. Well, I've already looked at like getting it now because it's kind of cheap right now. And I'm like, it's going to be oh, so yeah. expensive so the month of. That's um, true. Yeah. And just like looking at apartments, I've been listening to the song Mean Speak Now, Taylor's versions, where it's like, I'll be living in a big old city and I'm not moving to New York City for the record. I'm not that, that adventurous, <laughs> but another big city. I am thinking about how I'm moving to like a bigger city and I'll be in the city and not in my little pink door house, which is kind of sad. That makes me feel all the feels. And so, yeah, that adventure of like listening to me and I can't wait to do that one day in a big apartment not big small <laughs> me like blasting it like you know on move-in day popping champagne and celebrating yeah. but I'm proud of, as your friend I'm proud of how well you have done change it's inspired me and I know a lot of people listening to this probably can relate to change that is coming and they're probably scared and I think you do this so well I think you've once told me it's like do it afraid like just mm. no matter what do it and be a little scared, but also bring the peace of God with you. But like, just because you're scared doesn't mean it's not right. And so yeah. I've just admired watching you do that exactly. So thank you for letting me have a <laughs> seat because I'm on the opposite side of the country now, but uh, stayed away seat to watch that. Oh my gosh. It's honestly one of those where you just need good people in your corner to support you every step of the way. And you're one of those that always checking in, calling, see if I'm okay. And like asking me the hard questions, helping me process. And I don't process till people ask me questions. So when you text me and you're just like, okay, what are the good things that you're like grateful about? What are, who are your, who's your community? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. So I could not, could not have done it without you, honestly, truly. You would have 100% been able to do it I would not be okay. I would not be okay if I did it without you. would have been catly. You would have been fine. Oh but that's God. a very kind thing to say. LOL. It's all so true. It's all so true. But we do love our Water into Wine community. We want to thank you for hanging out and joining us again. Um, if you haven't already, follow us on the Instagram at Water Into Wine Podcast and follow our separate socials. Uh, Grace is at the Grace Valentine. I always forget the the. 
at the grace <laughs> don't forget it <laughs> don't forget it and then i am at underscore cats i've been thinking about changing it because everyone here calls me cat now because of my instagram oh interesting everyone yep i don't even call you cat that's so weird wait also i did something wild this weekend i created a facebook you know how we talk about creating a facebook group where people can ask advice and like whatever I think for the Water to Wine podcast, I'll add you as an admin. But I have like, oh, my launch team, her moderators. And so far, everyone's like, only one person has asked something anonymously, like asking for advice. And it's like a big Facebook group. So join the Water to Wine podcast Facebook group. It's in my personal bio. And we'll put it in the Water to Wine bio too. It was a spur of the moment at like 1 a.m. I'm like, I've been wanting to do this. I took my launch team. I love those moments. From like Facebook for my book. And I was like, yeah. launch team, I'm about to open this up to anyone who wants to be on it. And now it's 500 girls. So it can be fun to meet friends in different states, et cetera, and get advice from other people other than just us. So, and we might be using those later for like when we like catch up together and, you know, putting some of those anonymous questions on the podcast. Love to see it. Well, we love you guys so much. We thank you again for listening and we'll catch you next time.